Hi everyone, I'm SK Nelly, the host of Change Your Love Life Summit, where world's leading love experts will show you how to completely transform your love life. And I have a special guest today, Dr. Ray Doctor. Welcome, Ray. How are you doing? Doing we great. we just got we, we just got over the topic about whether or not that was my last name or not, and that it is really Doctor Doctor, and I prefer to just keep it with Doctor Ray. Otherwise, people will just be laughing throughout the interview every time you say Doctor Doctor because they're going to think you're stuttering. <laughs> but it's interesting, <laughs> you know. It's catchy. I have to say, it's catchy. It brought uh, all of our attention from me and uh, my whole team. Like, is, is he a doctor? Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I said I was going to ask when we meet. So great. I, I would first like to say something about Ray Doctor. So uh, Ray Doctor is a breakthrough life, life coach. He has a master's in counseling psychology and a doctorate in clinical psychology. He has conducted workshops and lectures in the United States, Netherlands and Brazil. He sh has shared the same stages and panels with Marianne Williamson, Bruce Lipton and Eck Eckhart Tolle and John Gray. He has appeared on the E-Channel and HBO. You might have also heard him on LA Talk Radio or Talk America Radio. Well, wow, wow, amazing biography. But Thank you. Uh, well, uh, today we are going to talk about a very interesting topic, and that is seven truths behind why men pull back and how to attract committed men. So this is something that will be very, very interesting for women to hear, especially from a specialist as as you are because you are a doctor you are a psychologist uh so that and you are a man as well so <laughs> they they are going to women are going to hear some interesting things from males per perspective and also a male that is actually an expert but before we dive into this topic i would like to hear something more about your background story so how did you actually end up being life and also a love coach so yeah well so like most people on this path with my own personal struggles with relationships and seeing how i sabotage things and my shadows will get in the way it led me to my own psychotherapy and broken relationships and everything else and became kind of more uh for my own personal journey and in the process I discovered how much I enjoyed doing this work. And that led to me um, traveling the world with a mentor named Dr. Morris Neviton, mm -hmm. which led to you know traveling, training other practitioners. And then eventually when I ended up arriving to being more of a say life and relationship coach, that is because I realized that everyone has a relationship blueprint to a partner to work to spirituality to health to themselves and so forth and depending on that relationship blueprint if it's not looked at and say maybe healed or understood in a better way to where a person can reframe their life 
It doesn't matter what advice I give here or what books you read or what yoga teacher you go uh, and work with. It's that you have to be able to basically change the subconscious programs that is making you say sabotage relationships and so forth. So my work became specifically more relationship driven because truly it's about how you feel about yourself. Because of course, if you feel good about yourself and you are say going on a date with a man who could be handsome and makes really good money and whatever, but he's just not aligned. He might live 2000 mm -hmm. miles away, or it could be that he's still going through a divorce. You clearly, because you know yourself might say, you seem amazing, but you seem more like a potential. I know what I want because I love myself. And so yeah. it, it always comes back to kind of like your choices within and that no matter what, you do not come from scarcity, which is going to be a big part of what I share about the seven truths. Because when, when you hear that title, the seven truths behind why men pull back and how to attract a, a committed man, you might first think of actions like, what can I do to adjust myself so he, he will like me? While there might be some of that at play here, it's really about yourself. And what ends up happening is that magnetically, those men show up, and which I'll clearly describe here. And hopefully, through the share, you'll dig deeper to like figure out how to get there with Nelly or with myself or whomever to really align yourself to these principles and these philosophies if they do work for you. Wow, wow. Uh, uh, you couldn't have said it better. Like, this is such an interesting topic. Like, I have, I have so many clients here in Europe, and the problem is the same in USA, everywhere around the world. Like, women, strong women, successful, smart women have troubles finding men who are men who are ready to commit. And the problem, the main problem is, you know, uh, the man is interested in the beginning and then suddenly he pulls away without giving any explanation of why that happens. He stops calling or he just like this disappears slowly and slowly he just reduces contact and that's what happens like what uh, why do men suddenly pull back and what are the real reasons for such behavior so we are coming now to this question of seven truths behind why men actually pull away so i'm going to do something for a moment i'm going to grab something as a demonstration mm -hmm. it'll take me one second perfect, this is part perfect. of it Let's go ahead It just spontaneously made me mm -hmm. think about this because it'll be a lot easier to explain with this. So first off, when you hear my response to I'm going to start with number one. Before we go into this, what I want you to do is to really allow yourself to be open when I talk about masculinity and femininity. And please understand, when I talk about these gender roles to the energies in which they create, I'm coming from a very neutral perspective. In other words, when you, if you understand masculinity and, femi and femininity from a, from a Taoist perspective or quantum physics perspective, or just say purely it being like a negative and positive pole, not saying negative and bad, but electricity, you'll realize that certain opposites are what we're attracted to creates basically frequencies to which creates attraction and so forth. So 
When I share these concepts, understand you as a woman, you as a person, what you're emanating, you will attract. And the way to this kind of start this off is what I grab. And now this is could be considered woo-woo, whatever, but here's my pendulum, okay? So I'm going to do this to my best ability so you can see I'm not moving it. In fact, what I'll do is I'll hold it in my mouth, and you'll see it start spinning anyway, okay? Watch this. I'm here to help you with your specific situation. If you want to start changing your love life now, find my latest blog or apply for coaching on sknelly.com. So you yep. obviously can see yep. I'm not moving it. It's, it's vibration, okay? It's vibration, so, yeah. So whether I use the crystal or an iPhone lightning cable, whatever, I can make it work to where it vibrates off a person. So a person can show up and a woman look pretty, um, be successful and have it together. But vibrationally, if she's not available, which I'm going to get into the seven um, truths, then she's not going to attract it. It doesn't matter. It's mm -hmm. vibration. Now, to answer something that you, you asked, you said, it seems to be okay in the beginning. Well, in the beginning, remember that it's a lot easier for several reasons. One, if two people are lonely, then that will bypass any critical thinking of like, will this work? Number two, if two people are really horny, you know, they haven't had sex in a yeah. while, yeah. then by default, this is going to be better than not having sex at all. Three, if your desire just to be with someone, companionship is kind of like your bar, then anyone can maybe fill that spot if he or she hangs out mm -hmm. long enough. Um, number four, uh, if clearly you both are so fixated on the facade the romantic story. In other words, you talk about how it's going to be and we're going to be together and it's so great and whatever. And you create this idea in the head, you fabricate this. Well, your biology could match that and it could feel exciting at first. Plus also being lonely, having sex there. Mm -hmm. Now you have an idea and you're having great sex, but then reality kicks in maybe for the man. Oh, I have to have more phone conversations. Um, this is too much work for me to, I don't feel good about myself to, I'm still dealing with my old breakup. And so this, I guess you say continuity illusion of this idea starts to crumble. And therefore there's no longer that attraction. It's not about just the sex because things are different now. What you have to understand mm -hmm. is maybe it's 30, 40, 50 years ago that a, a man would just be with you for sex. Well, that could be some truth for some men. Sex is pretty easy to get now for both men and women. We have a yeah. phone. We can yeah, hook up. Yeah. So it's much more than just mm -hmm. fucking. So yeah, yeah. move beyond it. Even if a man you meet is very sexual and talks about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot more of that. But it's not that. It's so much more. And if you understand this, men have become more emotional, more sensitive, more afraid of how do I approach women, um, afraid of the Me Too movement, whatever it is. There's a lot of mixed messages. So that's not your business to figure out what they're thinking is. What I'm going to be sharing here is for you to be able to move into the states of being that magnetic woman who tracks that type of man that you want. Because that's what Perfect. it really is. Because what's going to sustain itself, the relationship, is how you're showing up. 
and how yeah. there's authenticity and transparency versus loneliness and the idea of something and pushing it down. Because eventually what you see is what you experience is it doesn't last. He pulls back and who knows yeah. why. But if you're not showing up fully, these are reasons why. So you want me to jump into this or do you want yeah, to ask? Yeah, me? I can't wait. I can't okay. wait to hear. So, so the first one is this. How open or closed are your ideas and expectations about a relationship? And what I mean by that is some women who've dated or been married, they show up with more of ideas of how, you know, I'm this mm -hmm. way in a relationship. This is me, how I show up. When you show up with what works, what doesn't work, it's almost like a job interview or interrogation to where you're not fully present and alive. And meaning that you show up afraid with these barricades to where what a man experiences, someone who is not really open and available. And keep think, think of this for a moment. I have my job together. I go to the gym. I do all of this. So this is me. This is how I am. When you are going to enter a relationship with a man, where does he co-create with you? Meaning, yes. can he open up the door for you? Um, if you're showed up fixed, how do you, in other words, when two people show up too independently, that where is the co-creation in that relationship? There's and no so room many, for it, yeah. No, no. So it's remember, you have this idea of you, which needs to be let go a little bit. It needs to be a little more flexible when meeting a man. And that might be this. It might be like, you know, for example, you might always have your phone off or you have a schedule. If you make it really hard for a man to enter to where, say, a masculine man who has a good job mm -hmm. and has ambitious, if he feels as though there's too much effort into this, he's going to be attracted to the woman who's more available. Yeah. So just remember how much, if you show up fixed, that there's not space for that man to be able to expand with you. That's yeah, number one. And men, uh, you will probably agree with me on this. Men want to impress women, especially in the beginning. And if he feels that there is nothing that he can offer her because she ha she is not letting him close in, in that way that you explained, this could be a problem as well. Well, I want to take away, it's not about, even if I'm, we're not, acting like animals like elephant seals where mm -hmm. you know different seals try to like bark louder to attract the female it's not about the him being because the thing about this if a man sense of self is impressing you he's an insecure man i don't feel the need to impress a woman i would love to be open and co-create with her a conversation of what we could become together because i don't know who i am and who i'm becoming with you with a woman See, a relationship is about relating in the conversations to where when I leave the date, when we go home, mm -hmm. my becoming how I feel is going to be integrated. And when I wake up next day, if it feels good, I'm going to call yeah. you again. Yeah. But if I show up walking away where there's nothing learned, learned and there's no expansion, it's just like some other person who just gave me information about her job. Yeah, and this, this is great how you said this, like this gives an answer why men oftentimes don't call after mm -hmm. after this first date, like you don't feel it, yeah, you don't feel it. Feel it. So, yeah, great, number great. Two, number two is how truly available are you? In other words, 
hurt blocks and other fears attracts men who are afraid of the same. So mm -hmm. if you are still hurt, truly are, you can't hide it. Like I mentioned about the pendulum moving mm -hmm. vibrationally, you are emanating that. Also, your biology will match that. In other words, the pheromones in which you emit are not going to be ones that are saying, hey, come to me. I'm feeling sexual. It's going to be more I need to hunt and fend for myself. Mm -hmm. So availability is really what is really going to call a man in. And that is like I met a woman this at a retreat last week and strong woman, really cool, uh, really in good shape and whatever. And she said, I seem to attract only married men. And of course, she shared openly. She said, yeah, I have one foot in, one foot out. I'm like, okay, well, that's just an extension of that. Mm -hmm. It's not bad or good. It's that when you can fully jump in, so will those types of men. Yeah. So Great. big one. You, you big have to one. be all the way in or not at all. It's like you, you, can't, you, you, you can't expect someone to show up and be how you're not. Okay? Yeah, you so. have to. You actually have to be open to yeah. to an idea of relationship because men they want to commit, mm -hmm. and I'll let, let you speak on that. But uh, women often oftentimes have such so much bad experiences and think that men are generally not ready to commit, and that couldn't be further away from the truth. It's like men want to commit, but they want to find the right person the same as we do, as women do. And uh, as I mean, our audience, women who are listening to this interview, most of them really want to find the high quality men. But they have to be aware that also high quality men are looking for high quality women. And uh -huh. as you said earlier, you have to be open to this a relationship like not one step like somewhere else and just uh, you have to be open with a man if you want a relationship you you will probably uh, mention this this part of the topic uh, somewhere in your seven truths uh, behind why men pull away but uh, women uh, need to be some somehow let's say upfront about what they want like if they want a relationship, it's okay to say at some point that I want a relationship, that I'm in a, a period of life when I'm looking for something like that. Like you don't, you don't have to be ashamed of saying this because a lot of women just think, okay, this will turn the man off and it's not like that at all. So the so you, you shared something, and I'll get to the third one mm -hmm. and try to get through all this in this interview mm -hmm. here. But the you you mentioned something about uh, the just listen to the word commit. Okay, I, I just want to kind mm -hmm. of touch onto that. So if I am going to commit now, keep in mind as a man, I can walk in dark parking lots. And I'm typically not afraid that I'm going to be hurt. I can travel by myself. I'm not afraid to be harassed or whatever. Like I am very clear and I have a direction, I'm moving forward and so forth. Let's just say if I am that type of man and in that um, I also have a career and have passions that are beyond the relationship. So a strong man in a way has, you know, hopefully found himself mm -hmm. a little bit 
not totally engulf this work. There's some type of maybe self-examination to where a man who has this together typically will look at women to where how can this be an extension? How can this yeah. add? And so if it feels like you're draining and you need us, it feels as though that you're going to keep us from moving forward to making more money or traveling more or whatever, because we're dealing with all the emotional stuff. Now, this doesn't mean mm -hmm. that I'm going to get into emotions here in a moment, yeah. but it's where if you feel free and open mm -hmm. in your heart, and it, it's as if there is some self-care, which I'm going to get into in a moment, mm -hmm. where you know yourself beyond this relationship, then he feels safer to date you and commit to you because he also knows that you're not putting all your, the responsibility onto him to how you feel. Perfect. This is what this yeah. a big, is about. So I have many female friends, and when I've dated people, when I've been in long-term relationships, the ones mm -hmm. I've ended were the ones where it's was – it was, they didn't know themselves well enough. They were kind of like wanting me mm -hmm. to provide when I already was providing for many other people and things. Yeah, that, that's my, too much responsibility. Son. Yeah, that's too yeah, much yeah. responsibility. Yeah. And um, partners shouldn't like have this responsibility for each other like they have for children. You mentioned your son. Yeah. So yeah. it's a totally different kind of relationship and mm -hmm. you, it's a perfect explanation. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead number, with the third. Uh, number truth. three is how much self-care do you do? Um, and in other words, that I noticed that typically women in the past, it's changed a lot, but women who like get older and they stop doing the hair maybe because out of convenience or mm -hmm. they really make it all about their kids they don't get their nails done oftentimes when you get caught up in that not judging it is that also you're not looking at yourself in a beautiful way so in other words mm -hmm. this is touchy okay so you know this already as a woman that if you're gaining weight or you're not looking good but you have an issue with it it's one thing to gain weight and still love yourself and it's like it's where you are it's another thing to be like not taking care of yourself, not, you know, connecting to your flow and receptive mode of being beautiful and feminine, mm -hmm. then again, you're not going to show up as bright and light as you could be. Mm -hmm. Now, to the extreme, you have the women taking the selfies, look at me, and they have a tendency to have guys be attracted to them. Whether they're going to be a long-term girlfriend or not, or there's a one-night stand, might not be a quality woman, but another the attraction they still get because of that life. Mm -hmm. Whereas you as being a high quality woman, you can have a job, you can have your shit together, but you also allow yourself to be seen by yourself. Therefore you're seen by men. Yeah. So self-care is a, a receptive way for you to get energetically in that space to be more available for him. Okay. <laughs> Great. Number, Great. Number four. Number uh, four. We're ready. Yeah. Number four is what do you really have to offer besides regular sex, basic communication, financial independence or resources, physical companionship and love? Um, how much do you really glow? I mean, and what I mean by that is how, when I say to offer, most people really don't know what that is, meaning both men and women. We have a tendency to go into relationships to see what we can get. So even mm -hmm. if you say, I want a man who's loyal because you want to feel safe. If you say, I want a man who um, has a good career, it's because you don't want to have to take care of him or whatever. So there's kind of a get from that. 
Yeah. And from a get place, you're coming from scarcity. So it's really important for you to know that I have my depth to offer. I have my joy to offer. I have the way my life philosophy is so kick ass that in circumstances, I can help bring light into it. Like it has to be on the basics because we can all easily fuck. We can all make our own money. We can all have communication, even with strangers. How deep can you really go? What can you really offer? And if you're afraid, you're playing it shy, then what you'll track is something that is attracted to that or the opposite, you get a, you attract a narcissist who makes it all about himself because you don't see yourself. Yeah. So it's very important to know what you have to offer, not what you're trying to get. Different energy. Yeah, because uh, you don't show up as unique if, if you are actually in that scarcity. And mm -hmm. it's, it's not only in love, like it's, it's in every part of life. Mm -hmm. If you come from a scarcity and you are a life coach as well, like if you come from a scarcity area, then uh, you actually won't communicate in the right way and you won't attract what you want to attract because you are simply scared. And mm -hmm. you, I love how you said you, you are going to attract a narcissist. Or yeah. maybe a troubled man who has a kind of issues like with drugs, alcohol and needs a mother but doesn't need a mother. Like women oftentimes, women oftentimes take a role of a mother, like a savior. Mm -hmm. And that's never going to work. Never. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, great. So I love how you explain this. So next one is... Um, and I apologize to cut you off a little bit. I just, we're trying to get through all these. Yeah, 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 of course. Things. Go ahead, so, go ahead. Okay. So um, how sexy are you with yourself? Meaning how much do you play in life and flirt? Mm -hmm. um, are you masturbating or are you waiting to have sex with a man? Um, and the reason why I'm asking you this is because remember that what separates in a way a romantic relationship from a friendship is like the sexual energy, that mm -hmm. life force. And so think of masturbating or um, just when I say self-pleasure, it could be just being in a bath or even the sensuality of eating a st strawberry, activating your life force to where you experience it, feel more vibrant and sexy and to where you can polarize a man. And what I mean by that, for example, with energy alone, I've been around women who say are, we're in a nasty relationship going through divorce for three years and they go out dating and it's like as if they're not even, they're so still here with mm -hmm. what had happened, problem solving, taking care of children, working with that, like as if they're from the breast down, tears cut off. Yeah, and it's yeah. where, remember, it's again, it's not that you put the vagina out there to attract a man. I'm talking about... The sexual energy, the life force. I yeah. love life. I love life. You want to get that going because first initial attraction as far as what's going to create more is this. And it's no pun intended, but you can take it as it is, whatever. So imagine a key that has little hooks. Well, in order for the whole entire thing to go in, the first little hook has to go in. Then the rest can go in. And I'm not referring to a man's penis, okay? 
<laughs> well, just imagine though sexual energy being the first hook. That's where it's like, oh, I feel attraction, something more than just an acquaintance. Yeah. That yeah. first hook goes in, then it's exploring and understanding, then more the key goes into where there's that attraction. If you're showing up dead down below, you know, nothing, no sexuality, then it's going to be hard to really attract that man. Or there's many types of men you can attract. You attract a guy who, does, who says that he doesn't care about sex or the guy who uh, has low libido or the guy who is afraid to ask for his needs. Therefore, he is into you because you seem safe because you're not really sexual, nor does he, is he. See, you want to become that which you want to experience. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. And you're not okay. getting what you want. So, ladies, yeah. listen to the doctor. Okay. Uh, I love, like, you, you brought up a topic that's, like, very interesting and nobody has brought it up yet. So, I think that it will be a very interesting point of view for our, our listeners, for our ladies. So, yeah, yeah. You have to show up in every possible way in order in order to get what you want. But let's let's move on to the next truth. Okay, this one's a really big one. The next two I feel really juicy, and that is how authentic and transparent are you? If you're mm -hmm. not, you'll lose yourself in a relationship. Um, you can attract a man who fears the same. The more open you are, the more open a man will feel to be in your space, both in the dark and light. Mm -hmm. In other words, for example, I'll just share where I'm at. And this happened. I was on a date uh, about a month ago, a month, and we're still talking. It's unfolding beautifully the way it should. I trust divine timing. And But she lives, that's kind of part of it. She lives 114 miles away. Mm -hmm. Same continent. You can see it that way. Well, at least it's, she's not in Europe, but... Mm -hmm. um, it's still distance and I have a four, five, my son will be five and I raise him on my own and she has a child. So the scheduling is there and I admitted openly to her while we're on the beach connected. I said, you know, mm -hmm. my, one of my concerns is that you do live far away. And I go, I did, I was kind of first hesitant to see you and that, um, you know, but I just want to see what happens because I know that I love this area anyway, too. So I'm going with the flow. Now, some most men, because they want to get into a girl's pants mm -hmm. or they're afraid this woman means that must mean that you don't want to see me. They won't say that because you take it personally. That woman was very appreciative. And she said, yeah, I hear you. I felt the same way. And right. like it led to just kind of like that's just there. It's not hidden. It's not a secret to where she said to me. She said, I'm not fully ready to maybe date. I realize that. And, but I realize you are so, I've never spoken to a man like you before. You're so different than, than what I've been around. And I'm afraid to tell you that because my ex, because when I wasn't intimate with him, he didn't want to be around me. And right now, would you be willing to like us just kind of go with this flow until like, you know, cause I know I'm working on stuff, but I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to tell you this. Ray, because I'm afraid if I don't give you sex or we are not, mm -hmm. we're not intimate right away, you'll pull away. Because I noticed that with some men, like there's some agenda. And I went, oh, my God, that's yeah. beautiful. I mean, and it's melted was, my she heart. She was vulnerable. Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, I went. And so we're still in touch and we're, it's, it's expanding. 
But there's stories like that, like to like where it's just really there. Like I have a, a male client who hasn't had sex for 25 years. And really? he's dating someone who's close to his age too. Mm-hmm. And it's going amazing. And they're moving in a department where it's starting to get to second and third base. Mm-hmm. And he said, what? He said, I'm, af- I'm, I'm afraid that sh- I'm inexperienced. I said, well, she's close to your age also. She's not like playing games. She's ready to be transparent. And I said, you know what? Men who are transparent, who show up and make exact decisions and are responsive for themselves are so fucking sexy. Yeah. So my client says to her, you know what? I'm a little bit rusty. I haven't been with someone in a long time. And I am afraid, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she looks at him and says, you know what? I am too. And you want to know what? And when you're ready, I'll follow. You just lead and you'll go, I love our pace. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. He lit up. He felt free. The Most of the time when men run away like a stallion or mm-hmm. don't want to commit is when your ideas of how we should be, your judgments or whatever else it is, is where we can't feel like we can be us, where you kind of like you are reactionary to our shares, our openness. We we, we want to be, just like you want as a woman Mm -hmm. to be able to express just anger. It doesn't mean you want anything to be changed, Yeah. but you want that space. What has happened with men today, or the men you probably want, where they are sharing and they want to express. And the more they feel free in that, the more they'll be connected, the more they'll be open to it. So transparency is so important, so important. It opens up that space to a man's heart. You want a man to choose you from his heart, not what he thinks and how he thinks you can add to his life, but that his heart now yearns for his own expansion in his growth of his becoming because if he becomes more interested in himself through his experiences through you in that communication, he's going to want to be with you every day. That's such a great explanation. And I, lo- I love the example that you gave, uh, like yourself. You are a high quality man and ladies, he's still single. <laughs> <laughs> One more information. So, but uh, I love how you, you explain this on your own example, because you are like a type of man that women oftentimes want. You are educated, good looking and so on and so on. Like, and you said it from uh, an expert's perspective, but you also, you were also speaking as a man and you were talking about this date with this woman and you were a man on this date like i loved how you explained this and ladies you mm-hmm. should really follow this advice like yeah it's great. it's you know it's being able to hold that space you know for example i have a f- son will be 5 in july and i raise him on my own so i'm a full-time father wow. his mother wow. actually gets him every other weekend and those arrangements that we both agreed on. Mm-hmm. And so the first person I had ever dated was someone who I would date when I was younger and didn't have a child. So I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing. And so I was like, whatever. And many of my questions almost felt like interrogations for such as, 
how comfortable are you with a child? And like, I was front loading it because I was in fear. I didn't know my circumstances were very unstable. Mm -hmm. And at the time, because of say the mother of my child. And so I was still finding my ground. And so now when I go out and meet people and I'm not really dating um, actively, I have a really amazing life. So it's not like I feel I miss anything, but let's just say when I've kind of played with the idea of talking to people or like with women who might say, be interested, it's like where I'm still discovering that my new becoming of who I am is that because I've never been a man with a child and dated someone for more than two years now or with clarity. Mm -hmm. So whomever I'm going to be with next is going to be a co-creation. But women, as you hear me, and this is not to give me kudos or make me look good, does it make you excited to know that I'm not showing up figured out? But I also am not feeling like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do in my life. Mm -hmm. It's more like, let's create this together because you might be in the same place. This is that vulnerability Mm -hmm. saying that I don't, you know, like the festival girls I used to date who were kind of really feminine and just whatever. I'll talk to you in a week, right? Oh, that doesn't work. I, it doesn't work anymore. First, I thought, oh, I can be compassionate. No, it doesn't work. It's not bad or good, but I'm, you know, I'll be 50 in August, you know. Um, oh, oh, 50 in August. Yes. Really? So, yes. I would so. never say that. Like everyone on, on this summit, like, <laughs> look great. And could never guess their age. But yeah. you, you said festival g- girls, right? I'm laughing out loud. <laughs> well, I didn't hear thing. this expression before. Well, it's, it's like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. the goddess feminine, just like kind of going with the flow and whatever. And I'm attracted to light. I'm attracted to that energy. But what I've learned mm-hmm. through my female friends who have a little bit more masculinity is that that's more my idea partner now. Like mm-hmm. meaning that a woman who kind of has a little more direction because, you know, I prefer them being grounded. I prefer them because mm-hmm. I have a home, I have a nest. And if yes. you want to be out and about and try this, do that, whatever, I might not be the person you want to be with. You might want to date an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. So good um, point there. Yeah. So, and no judgments about actors, but you understand that. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, of there, course. There's no schedule. You can. If you there's want to be no successful, schedule. it's just yeah. like, yeah. you know. So number seven, drum roll, is mm-hmm. you're all going to love this, is how much do you trust yourself such as trust and you can handle it if the relationship ends? Um, how much do you trust the way that you can pull out if it's not working? How much can you trust yourself to not lose yourself in a relationship? How much can you trust your heart over his words and actions? Can you truly surrender and trust the flow of things? Or are you pinching off your energy trying to find a perfect man? And basically, when you think he is it, you go for it. Or how much can you trust that you don't ever find a perfect man? Mm-hmm. That you co-create it. You create the relationship no matter what. Even if you meet a man and you, it's a one night, it's the first time you go out with me, have sex with him, it's freaking amazing. You have great sex every time and that's what you have. No matter what, that will fizzle out. So even with that, 
you're going to have to co-create new ways to be stimulated. Yeah. Okay? Perfect. Everything. Also, there's ways and you look at sex, spirituality differently, like back to this, the sexual um, conversation here is this. You may, might be saying, I'm very sexual. It's on your profile. I love that. I'm very sexual. And you meet this guy, you know, you even start sexting, you know, like playful, light stuff. Go on a date, couple dates. You go to his place and you say, I'm going to get more comfortable. And you go in the bathroom and say you come back out and you have your lingerie on. And your idea is that you're just going to lay with your underwear on or touch or whatever. And he's full on with an erection, stroking himself in a, on a bed waiting for you, thinking he's going to have full on penetration. And you're thinking, what are you doing? What are you, I'm not that type of girl. And he says to you, but I thought you said you're really sexual. And you think, yeah, but that's not my idea. Okay. <laughs> Both people sexual, yeah, yeah. have their own way of thinking of sexuality. That, mm -hmm. That's a funny one that I use at workshops because it's very visual. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a way to remember that my idea of sexuality is different than this man, even though with linear language, he says he's sexual. My idea of commitment might be completely different than what he says. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Don't expect. Co-create. Go there not being fixed. Allow yourself to be open. Trust yourself. Know when you're available and see what could be created. And here's the thing is when you're truly crystallized in that experience of that state of who you are, the profiles, the men who approach you start matching that anyway. So in other words, that it's not like you have to go through 50 bozos to get to just one quality man. It's where you might go through 10 guys who are uncertain and three are like, okay, now I have a high quality problem. I like Jim, I like Mark, and I like Larry. What do I do? Well, that's a great high quality problem. Yeah, perfect. So all in all, what you want to say is that women should date and they should show up the way they want to kind of... Uh, be. The, be. Be, yeah. in, be in, create the state you want to be in. Flirt yeah. with life. Be happy. Be love itself. And if you're listening to this and you say, but I have been traumatized or I have been through three divorces or mm -hmm. I have had many men cheat on me. Well, there, yes, that is your experience. That might be a reality. But then what? Then what? Then what? So yeah. is that going to be your excuse to not experience something? And if you say, well, I've been on these summits. I've done the, wor the work. Well, maybe you haven't done it deeper. Because here's the thing. There are many people still getting married. There's many people still having amazing relationships. Maybe you don't see it a whole lot because now reality TV is about spotlight and drama and stuff. But the relationships that are thriving, typically you're not going to see it in social media because you want to know why? You're having a great time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, men actually, high quality men or men in general, want to be close to women who are happy by themselves yeah. who don't yeah. need a man to to make them have happy they men don't actually want this kind of responsibility like they want already a woman who is already happy and having a good time yeah. Uh, so yeah yeah perfect. well i'll just th just close it with this with this mm -hmm. interview is that you said something that's really important you said the responsibility 
the thing is that it's one th it's one thing to be able to say hold space for me as a woman mm -hmm. i need to share or whatever that's great what we're talking about it's where it's like you're infantile you're just a child and you make him responsible for everything he needs to be able to have the flexibility to be on and off now if he's off a lot that might just be how he is okay yeah, but yeah. we're talking about like i will have my moments you know mm -hmm. for example when i finally had broken down and ended it with my ex it was when the mother of my child disappeared and i wasn't present on the phone with her and that was a major life transition i felt stress i got really frustrated and that was where while i wanted to be present with her part of also being an independent woman as strong as realizing okay this is a moment he needs to be a, a container the mother's child has been gone for three days oh, you see yeah, what i'm saying that's... is that this is about both balancing if we're both men and women are going to be masculine and feminine being in a flow is where you can share and you can hold space share you can hold space it's going back and forth it's not one-sided it's like a dance yes yes yeah yeah perfect yeah. i'm here to help you with your specific situation if you want to start changing your love life now find my latest blog or apply for coaching on sknelly.com perfect like i love everything that you said and i think that many women will want to connect you from very uh, will want to make a connection with you from various reasons I, hopefully <laughs> They want to uh, uh, search for an uh, advice from a doctor, like psychologists. And uh, well, what would be the best way that they can reach out to you? And you also have a great special free gift. So yes. What, so what could you tell us about that? So the gift, and I'll give my website. Mm -hmm. And one last thing is this, that I do pretty well for myself. Like I have my whole life streamlined. When I say streamlined, I have help. I pay for help. I have a personal assistant. Um, my laundry's done for me. I mean, you know, like I, I pay for this. And so it's not like it's given to me. And with that, my greatest joy kind of being probably a more masculine man, like old school, like my dad is 93. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of the last of the Mohicans of like masculine men. It's so much joy for me to provide for a woman, even if she has a job and makes her own money. It's when she can show up and receive me. So I went on a retreat by myself, by myself. And it was there for me to get away and everything. And um, I did connect with female friends there or people I just met there at this retreat. And it was just wonderful to be able to do that. But yes, in my mind, in my heart, I thought it would be great to be here with a lover because I know most men who are masculine and protectors and providers and whatever, that what we really desire is that connection, that light. And so otherwise, you know, we kind of get caught up in our heads and working and life kind of gets boring. It's with your beauty. It's with your smile. It's the way you put on your makeup and everything else. 
remind us why we do it all. So I wanted to share that. So as far as the, the gifts, the gift is a, it's called your relationship blueprint. It's a book, simple read. You could probably get through it in about 30 minutes. It has exercises also to identify those blocks. I was talking about someone in this interview about like, if you see a certain something, a certain way, you need to look at that because that might be blocking you, sabotaging you. So your relationship blueprint book, you can get it on my website now for free. It's pretty deep and very easy to read. I think you'll enjoy it. So there's that gift. And as far as my website, that's just the best way to reach me. And I refer to this because I always change different things, but my website name, mm -hmm. and that is raydoctor.com. And it's spelled R-A-Y-D-O-K-T-O-R.com. R-A-Y-D-O-K-T-O-R.com. And I'm sure you'll provide the credentials somewhere also too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course we will. So thank you so much. This was such a great uh, interview with so much valuable content. Thank you so much, Ray, Dr. Ray. And thank you, ladies. Who, uh, all the la I would like to thank all the ladies who took the time to watch this episode of Change Your Love Life Summit. And I will see you in the next episode with the next expert. And so for, for now, bye-bye from Croatia, from me, and from Dr. Ray from US. Santa Monica or Los Santa Angeles. Mon yeah. Los Angeles. Great, <laughs> great. Right.